so not important. What? Live. You go live from seven stages in Atlanta, Georgia. Okay, go. It's time. No, you could do the whole thing. Live. It's live from Seven Stages Theater in Atlanta, Georgia. Little Five Points. It's time for Dad's Garage Radio. Dad's Garage Radio is on the air. Dad's Garage Radio, starring Lucky Yates. That's me. Mike Schatz. That's you. Celebrity producer Sebastian Dankowitz. That's him. And television superstar. Umbonash. That was as good as those get shots. Yeah, yeah. that was deep. I those went down low. That was as good as those get. There's, right? a, there's a little sazzle in the middle. Yeah. I'm a, up kind of high. Yeah, I'm... Um, yeah, you did. You re- your eyes sort of rolled back into your head. I found it. We, I, I went to a Catholic high school, and that's what our priest did when he would be doing mass. He would be going into mass, and when he would started... Yeah, Whatever they do up there on the pulpit when they're giving their little lessons, sometimes his eyes would just roll back into his head and he would just talk forever. It would be like, Yee! Was it because he was talking to God? I mean, no. He was just a big weird man who was a priest. Weird. You know, whenever I'm out in public and I see somebody like in religious garb, like a priest or a nun or a monk, uh, not like Harry Krishnas. They don't count because they're usually just like dirty hippies. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I get really like nervous. Angry. Not angry. I get nervous and like, I don't. I I, I have reverence for people that like can d- dedicate their lives to religion, yep. but I also am like because I grew up in the South in a Pentecostal church where there yep. isn't that kind of stuff, so it's very weird to me. Uh, what is just a straight up like to, to see that? Yeah, Hello, I, I Reverend. Agree, totally agree. Yeah, like a, or like a priest. You know, different than like a Reverend because you wouldn't be able yeah. to spot that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I grew up Catholic, so that like. They're just like priests are complete every day. I grew up around those guys. You know what I mean? Like uh, one of the uh, parishes that we went to uh, was a priest that my mom knew. He was friends with my uh, like brother-in-law. He knew my grandfather. And so he was an old Mm -hmm. family friend for like Father Stan would come over, would hang out. And there was another family we hung out with and they had a priest that would just hang out. He would be at the functions eating and stuff like that. We just hung out with priests all the time. I was an altar boy and it was just like, yeah, there's those guys. You well, know. like in the South, there just aren't a lot of Catholics, you know? Yeah, so I right. just never saw them. What was the Pentecostal? Like, did you do snake stuff? We did not do snake stuff. And we also were, like, allowed to cut our hair and we didn't have to wear skirts all the time. Yeah. Which, are, I guess, like, are just a certain kind of Pentecostals. Like, but Am- Amish? We were... No, no, <laughs> it's Pentecostal. We were, um, we were a non-denominational church. But we were Pentecostal, so that doesn't make a lot of sense. But a lot of times you'll hear that term thrown around, non-denominational, and it's just like any crazy up stuff. Christians can come. Yeah. Um, but we had a pastor named Pastor Pope, which I think is a hilarious name for a yeah. Pentecostal minister. Yeah. Father Pope. And or he Pope, had this like perfect gray pompadour, and he was like this tiny little guy and he was just like always like real slick looking and he wore those zip up boots oh uh, yeah boots yeah zip zipping up, up the side. side and i remember one uh sunday i was like 13 maybe a little younger we all go to church it's like sunday night we'd already been there that day we went to i don't know outback and then came back to church <laughs> and he sends all the kids to the back 
to Sunday school. And we're like, well, it's nighttime. We don't go to Sunday school at night. So we were like, what's going on? And there was like this rumble, this like buzz, and all the kids are walking to the back, and all the adults are like chatting. And then while we're back there, my sister tells me later, because she was older and she was allowed to stay out there, that he admitted to everybody that he'd been boning Brother Ralph's wife and that he stepped down that night from being our wow. pastor. Yeah. 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 Because that's it's all about the pussy. You know and the what? Money. You know what? It's, it's sad uh, is that. The thing that I that that I thought when you said that was that well that's big of him to step down because no one steps down anymore. Right. You say I was boning. He was going to step down wife. because he got busted, and that was that was, his, that was his choice. Are so defiant now. That though. was his choice. No. Well, no, it's true. People yeah. have become spoiled rotten because of Facebook. I believe Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody steps down from jobs anymore because of Facebook. Yes. I uh, when Facebook I was in De- when I lived in Detroit. Uh, one of the ministers at the Presbyterian Church that I went to was named Mort Krim. Wait who, a minute, he was a newscaster. He was a newscaster, and you you know the trivia behind him. Hey, wait, so Mort Krim was a he minister? was a newscaster, but he sometimes he did sermons okay. at the church, and he was the inspiration for, for Anchorman. Anchorman. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh. So we had I had Anchorman. That's why my when, spirituality is so fucked up. When I was in tenth grade. Uh, I had, I don't even remember what class this was for, speech maybe, something like that. Uh, I had to do an interview with uh, somebody in a field that I was interested in possibly going into, and I interviewed Mort Krim. You interviewed oh, Mort yeah. Krim. I went in and had a tape recorder, and I did an interview with him in his office you, oh God, down at WDIV. That tape. My parents, maybe? Why don't you go for it? Yeah, go for it. Go for it. Yeah, that was WDMV Channel Four. That's right. Go for it. it. Go for it. Do you guys do? Have you guys done uh, like career days? What is a career day exactly? I just did one last week. Okay. And so you went into it. I did it. A sixth grader. Like at a school? Oh, Oh. County. Did you say, "All right, kids, pull out your tender"? (laughs) (laughs) Pull out your tender. (laughs) Who has ever had mistaken butt sex? (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) Oh, it's awesome because like I I know a girl. Unquote, no, a girl. And she's. Wait, quote, unquote, girl? Or quote, unquote, no? No. Uh, uh, when yeah. you were speaking in front of the class, did you see anybody that looked like you? When, <laughs> like when the kids? Like, are you my papa? Papa, is this career day? And they crammed two classes into the sixth grade class in Gwinnett County. And they're like, what's it like to be? Because my job, my real job's in radio. Like, what's it like to be in radio? And I didn't, I was, I was slick about that. I didn't let them ask questions. I showed them by interviewing the kids. Oh. Because this was the day that... So you asked them awkward questions that they couldn't answer? Well, I asked them great questions they loved <laughs> because... Um, you asked them questions? Yeah, yeah. You turned the table. This though. was the day This was the day that uh, locally in Georgia, everything closes down if you have like a, a fifth of an inch of slow, snow. Right. This was the day last week when every county closed except for Gwinnett County, which is a northernish county. Right. And I was at a Gwinnett County school, so I was like, so who here thinks they should be off today from school? Ah! Because of the rain yesterday. Yeah, exactly. Because right. it's raining yeah. outside. So how many other professionals were there? Oh, I don't want to be a dick, but the I walked in while the last... <laughs> I was the only pro. Well, I, was, I, I was in while the last person was there, and she was a professional photographer, quote unquote. Right. And she's lecturing these sixth graders on like... We don't work for free, and our time is valuable. Oh, and, man. Oh. Like, we don't. Why would you? The lights were down. Box. That and means she, she doesn't make any money, exactly. right? Exactly. And, right. and she was like, you know, if you know anybody graduating from high school, get them my referral code. For oh, me. no. And the kids are like, and she's like, so why is this photo blurry? And the kids are like, we don't give a photo. How did these yeah. people find you, Sebastian? Uh, how they find me? Because I'm uh, 
I, I don't think it got over on Amber, but I was, I'm boning the teacher. Um, oh, I see. <laughs> and I it was see. hysterically adorable because at the end of it, like they're all running and they were excited about me. Like you ever met, um, uh, you ever met uh, Usher and all these other people? And you know, like, but we never, yeah, I met Justin Bieber when he was 14. And they're like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. And they're like, do you like our teacher? Because they didn't know, of course. Oh my God. Because they could see that I'm younger, obviously, and she's younger. And I'm like, I don't know, she's like a seven, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, Miss Blank, da, 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 he thinks you're a seven. And of course, she's just rolling her eyes because kids are stupid as hell. But it's just like, well, you tell him, he won't be getting any more blowjobs. <laughs> you guys. Yay. <laughs> Yay, what's a blowjob? That's a blowjob. What is that? Sebastian. I want to be a blow. I want to work at a blowjob when I want to. When I grow up, when I grow up, I I want to massage a man's prostate. (laughs) So what I'm saying is, you guys would be great for this because at least, uh, definitely Amber and Lucky and certainly Mike shots as well. You guys could do like I'm a cartoon person or a voiceover person. What it's like? I will never do a cartoon. I used to be a cartoon. What it's like to make stuff up in front of people for twenty five dollars a night? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we'll be like that photographer lady. Yeah. We don't you, do know, you know, if you guys are having any birthday parties, <laughs> we're not above doing a show for your parents. So, Mike, I, do you, are you doing the late show tonight? What is the late show? The 10:30 show. It would no. be. Am here, I here at Dad's Garage Theater? Dad's I don't think so. Well, the reason I asked is because it. we were supposed to do this podcast at the Yacht Club, and then we, you guys got there and it was like totally was packed, packed, which is which a, a bar here by. in the Five Points. And uh, so then Mike was like, well, I'm hungry. And so we just came to the theater and you just immediately started drinking. And then you're going to go right into watching the 8 o'clock show, which is Battle Space Wars. And so, like, by the time I show up to do the late show tonight, you're going to be you're going to be at the bar. Yeah. Talking to some stranger. We're looking at a double right now. um, Tanked. Yeah. I'm I'm very aware of it. Like, you know, you know, have you ever heard of mindful eating and all that? Yeah, sure. So I'm mindfully drinking right now a lot lately. But then after so one I drink, know you're that less I'm mindful. No, no, I know that I'm drinking a lot. Right. And I'm aware of it. And you're cool with it. I'm. It's. You know what? You know what? Totally fine, fine with me. With it. I have. It has to. Be, I guess I have to be that way. Um, during the week, do you not drink? Not really. Yeah, it's just. But I did time. last night. Yeah. And I did on Monday night. Right. <laughs> so yeah. So most nights. So most <laughs> nights, yes. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Great. Just check it in with you, because mm-hmm. t- the, finally the theater sports tournament that we're all involved with that's taken a really long time. Oh, it's to, taking it's, so it's long. It's been drawn out over a long time. Yeah. But we're finally at the point where people are going to start to get eliminated, and so the standings came out. Uh, so over this is email. like this is improv competition, a la uh, whose line, right? We yeah. Teams? Yeah. Okay. yeah. So it's like there was ten teams, and now oh sorry nine teams, and now this week starts the elimination. So if you lose, you're eliminated. And the standings came out, and my team nine. Out of ten, no, really? eight out of ten. Stunning. So we were the worst. The worst. Where's team. your team? Number three. Really? That's yeah. great. I think we're Time five. Some future cups. Number three. We are doing very poorly. So does that mean if you if you get knocked out early, you get a high draft pick next year? I hope so. <laughs> I um I I'm kind of hoping that we get kicked out because we I went out for our team. Our team's called like rainbows and unicorns or something. So right. I went out to um. Uh, what's it called? Bang on. Bang on. And I bought t-shirts, t-shirts for the your team. Classic move. Which I've fucking hate the. T- he uh, hates being called unicorns and fun time i didn't like the name of the team derivative first of all Who's, are you the captain no i wasn't even on it like that wasn't selected i was like the last guy right picked. so you can't really ju- like you have no room to so no i guess not yeah they were nice enough to pick me right so then i said and i'm gonna go out and buy everybody t-shirts. t-shirts great 
And, and I spent four hundred dollars on T-shirts. I spent because I used the extra glitter. They, and I bought the, the four hundred dollars like, The lady who I really have a crush on. She's hot she was like, "You you have a choice between this unicorn and this one." And there was one that was like a like a just a white outlined unicorn that was as big as the shirt. And yeah. I don't like too much business business on the T-shirt. Unicorn on a shirt. You want it to be subtle. And the other one, but the other one turned out to be a Pegasus. It didn't right. turn out to be. It, was. it is <laughs> a flying have, horse. Does it have it's a, a horn also? No. no, 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 no. <laughs> it's just a straight up flying so horse. So that was her fault because like she Pegasus. told you that they were the same thing. Well, but so Mike I, also could have said, that's not a unicorn. That's a Pegasus. That's a flying horse. Right. They're different, you know. It was Pegasus. And so when I brought it in, A, I, I didn't like the idea of it. And then B, right. it wasn't even right. And then C, it was... I was, I just was very uncomfortable. Like I don't, like I have a real hard time with my shoes and my hair. Like uh, my, Why? I mean, whose idea was it for you guys to even wear t-shirts? You could have just not had. T-shirts. Yeah, exactly. But you, we didn't have to have that stupid name. Like we could have been whatever but we why, wanted. But why? But did you why still did you get buy t-shirts, t-shirts if you hated the idea so much? It's like you guys were called the Burton Ernie's, but you wore t-shirts with Big Bird on them. Like it, that's yes, it's like it's, it's here's the deal, shots. It's like you bitch because. There, people are hanging you all the time. Yeah. You're weaving a rope and putting a noose around your neck and then just saying, hold this no. while you jump off the no. thing. I'm a team player. So I was like, hey, guys, thanks for inviting me on my team. Let or on, to, on your I'm team. Go, Let me go get some T-shirts for this stupid team. Had they already named the team at this point? Yeah. And they were like, we need T-shirts. I was like, I'll go get them. I got an hour to what? spare. What, what makes you... Why do you hate the team name so much? Uh... I'm cause, well because at 45 years old, <laughs> yeah. I'm very aware of trying to be young right. as opposed to you know like I'm very aware of that like I like I don't want to be the guy that's wearing the Hawaiian shirt right you know hey yeah. what's wrong with Hawaiian shirts I I don't like Hawaiian shirts <laughs> at all <laughs> but, well, but, Mike shots you should have gotten they can look like I can fucking rock a Hawaiian you can shirt. wear a Hawaiian shirt I can't well that, but that's I just look your like, personal style you look like like Yates wearing a Hawaiian shirt I look like a dad wearing a Hawaiian shirt <laughs> well you know to, I look like hey it's, we're, we're crazy coming up with our this team. is crazy stuff going Welcome on here. to the Buffett no, concert you don't, though. here's the thing is no you don't you have a very youthful face you've got this co- cool longish hair right You're now like, you look cool you look like if if you go like yeah i'm a dad of two daughters one's about to go to college people are like wow what a cool looking dad that is okay. i hope think, i wish my dad was like that when i was that age think about the to think about the paunchy just you know bald on top like before i joined that dad's garage we did that piedmont park show and we would have thousands of people in the audience it was a huge show right, though, improv in the park improv in the yeah. park and tommy futch who runs laughing matters and is also in dad's said uh, I want everybody to wear Hawaiian shirts, right? And I think even white fucking pants. Like I, we were idiots. Right. Like you worked on a cruise ship. And and I was and every night we were like the opening sh- act, and we were terrible. And you guys like so, wore googly glasses. And, and we wore like, googly glasses. And we yes. <laughs> and so I was like, I don't think it was that bad. I it think was terrible. It was, it was terrible. Yeah, I think, here's the thing: is I think. But then you, you guys would come I out and you'd be like you're... jeans and t-shirts and. And, and everybody was cool, and I was like, God, I feel like I'm now like, you're with us. I feel like I'm like on a cruise it. because what you're bitching about is going out in jeans and a unicorn and a Pegasus T-shirt, which a everybody Pegasus thinks is t-shirt. fun. Which everybody thinks is fun. No, I think it. I think it's not fun anymore because you do like to put. We on missed our. You too much in your but head. But you're really weird about it. You're like a woman about this. Yeah, kind of you're stuff, too right? in your head about it. Man. Well, I'm, I'll give you this. Like when we came up with our team, 
uh, it's four ladies, which was by accident. It wasn't right. by design. And Megan's our team captain. She was like, well, what if we did something like we were all like goth? And I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to feel so old and stupid if I have to dress up like that. Yes. So we went the complete opposite direction and we all dress like old ladies and wear tracksuits and gray wigs. So then I feel like super young <laughs> and hip. Brilliant. It's brilliant. <laughs> It's brilliant. And They're a disaster. So They're poorly. an absolute disaster of a but team, but they adorable. are so funny in the wreck. <laughs> it's, it is it, a wreck. It's, it's, it's a fun wreck to watch. Right. You know what I mean? That's like their thing. We're not, it's like they're actually vintage white. We I have lost but I think you made a great, so I think scene. you made a great point. Not just every show. We've lost every scene. Every scene. Never won a, never never won won a, a round. Scene, no. <laughs> yeah, they're not I last think, place. I think you make a great point. The point is, is if I looked if I was way younger, it's great. If I looked way older, it would be great. But I look like what I'm supposed to look you're like. You're middle-aged, Mike. But you don't look like what you're supposed to look like. Do you look at other guys your age? How old are you? 45? 45. Yeah. Do you, do you look at other 45-year-olds? Well, I look at you. You don't look like but you're 45. You're looking at me. You're an artist. Don't you're look at me. I, I, I don't know. I got vampire blood. Like I have no idea why I look was an insurance so salesman that lived uh, in Gwinnett <laughs> County <laughs> and had a kid that went to that school that Sebastian had a career day at, then he would look <laughs> different. That's right. He would look different. And I was also banging the and teacher because apparently she's very loose. Um, I, uh, never mind. I forgot what I was going to say. <laughs> I, 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 quite, I don't want you to be a dick, but I th- I'm with Mike Schatz on this. I think he, he sounds pretty ridiculous. I think if it was Fred Willard doing Mike, what he's doing, awesome. So doing you just got to wait 10 more years until you're older. Until I'm Fred Willard. But here's the deal. If you put on a unicorn t-shirt and come bouncing out, like it's the funnest thing in the world that you're wearing a unicorn you're t-shirt. You're right. Instead of being like weird Instead about it. Instead of just being it. a weird grump you, about but it. But you are you're a, a, a ring uh, master. What do you call those guys? Puppeteer. I'm a, I'm a ringmaster. <laughs> yeah, you're the guy that's like, ladies and gentlemen, leader. this and this. I'm the guy that's like, I'm I'm terrified when I walk out. Of, I I really maybe you're wearing that out of live performance. That, that might be it. You've been trying for the last as long as I've known. Yeah, you. The last, the first, the it. first time I wore that t-shirt, and and it was t-shirt related. I was standing behind stage. It was the middle of the show, and I thought, no one's gonna notice if I leave right now, right? And then I, I was I was almost about to just walk well, to my car. you were tanked. No, I wasn't. I was because it was the sh- sober show. Wait, when was this? This was the last show I did. I did. I've done two sh- Pegasus shows. The first, the first Pegasus show, I didn't. I I didn't drink. And then the second Pegasus show, I had a great time. I was, but I was hammered. Right, right. right. Well, that's what that's the key. That's the key. I was uh, very uh, fortunate this week to go do something that was different, which was go see a live show, which as a performer, you'd think that I'd see more live shows. Right. But I went and saw a poet, and it was such a fucking cool experience. Like, I went and saw Buddy Wakefield, who is a poet that Kevin, like, turned me on to years and years and years ago, and his stuff is fucking brilliant. He's so great, and he was opening for this other person that he's on tour for, but it was at uh, Center Stage or whatever that place yeah. is called now, and in one of their little small spaces, and like just to be in the room with people that go to see that kind of show, which is like totally <laughs> a different crowd than comes to dads, yeah, yeah, and to experience like it was just a fucking really cool experience, and I was like, man, I need to be doing more different shit, like the Universal Circus. We missed it. Did we miss it? We Universal miss it. Circus. Yeah, yeah left we were going to go to that. We were it, go. Which is for folks who don't know, Universal Circus S O U L is a. It's, it's, it's there's no animals. It's all like it is animals. Oh, it's it's some animals, <laughs> and then, but it's like it's like acrobatics. But it's like you know 
it's Urban Cirque. Yeah. yeah. It's Urban Cirque. Yeah. It's, it's Cirque to Hey Ya. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they right. set up in the parking lot outside of Turner Field here yeah. where the Braves play. Yeah. Here's the good thing, though, Amber Nash. You yeah. didn't miss the Atlanta Fair. Oh, my God. Which sets up across the interstate. Yeah, I've never been to that thing. Oh, it's amazing. I've driven by it, like, on the way to the airport. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That fair that sets up every year in that parking lot across from Turner Field. For, like, a month. parking lot fairs. Yes. This one is, like, the king of them. It's there for a month from, like, now until opening day for the Braves. And it's, I guys, mean, not to be a dick, it's white trash as hell. It's let's fun. go I do our next to. podcast there. I would love to. Okay. I would love and then to ride go a to bunch that. Of rides. I've never been to that thing. Every podcast is on a ride. I've never every bit, <laughs> every part of the podcast <laughs> is on a ride. Every segment, every segment's on a different ride. I'll warn you that I'm a barfer, man. Like if I get on like the rock I'm and a roll holder. express or whatever it's called, I'll yeah. totally. And bond. these are straight up carnies. They the travel. Carnies, Dude, it's the let's worst. go. There's and the great thing about the about the uh, Atlanta Fair is they got one of the dudes. There's a clown who sits above a dunk tank, which I interviewed this clown last year. The dunk tank's like literally full of cigarette butts and just brown water. Oh. <laughs> Because he's, he's just sitting there smoking and throwing the butts into his own. Yeah, and he's it's a dunk, dunk tank. It's a dunk tank because he's like he's ta- he's talking shit to the the people. He's like, hey, stupid kid, and he's like he's using racial slurs. He's like, steal some hubcaps to like kids who look at all brown at all. Uh, and he got in trouble. He was in Memphis oh. doing the same bit, you know, a month later at the Memphis fair, and he got in trouble and like quote unquote fired. And he goes by Bozo the Clown. No shit. Like, I don't care. Oh he goes by God. Bozo? Straight up. And I asked him, like, you know, that's like a pretty flagrant trademark violation. He's like, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Do they? The, like uh, the biggest. Do they sell alcohol at this fair? Uh, no, we'll bring it in, though. Okay, so what we should do, this is what we should do. We should go and have the podcast there. And then, like, hang out. And then, like, at, like after hours. And, like, try to hang out with some of these fucking crazy oh, carnies. Creepy carnies. Yeah. Because they're there for shots so the, uncomfortable. Yeah, they're, like, <laughs> living so in no, I'm, I am ready for Dude, oh, okay, good. But I have to. Dr- I had to drink a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's the Dude, point. We can, we, can, we, can, we can meet at uh, Amber's house. Take yeah, an Uber over Uber. for ten bucks. Shots is gonna fall mm-hmm. in love with some weird carny chick. I will, and then he'll disappear. Oh my I god! Won't. And then we'll all be like, "Whatever happened to my shots? I don't know. He ran away with a carnival. You can yes. see him once a year. He's in Chattanooga now. <laughs> she gives great blowjobs because she only got three teeth. <laughs> you right. can see him. He sees his kid once a year when he sets up across from hey, Field. He moved to Biloxi. <laughs> um, his home base is in Biloxi. Oh man, let's take a break. Okay. Till some sense has been found Living isn't easy When you've been free And it's taken away I will lay my head down Till some sense has been found We are back. You're back. With the second segment of Dad's Garage Radio. You're live from Little Five Points, Atlanta. <laughs> you gave up Seven like stages. when you started that. As soon as you started, you gave We're up. back. <laughs> um, well, You're we got to actually probably only do one more segment because you got to go downstairs and watch the show. Yeah, it you doesn't do. seem like it's happening. What? It's just everybody's very casual. Like I walk well, through the dressing room. It's closing weekend. They're it comfortable. It doesn't seem like it's happening. Yeah, they're, they're not going to do it tonight. I would, just be, be, I like, would be more into what I was doing than the green room was. Wow, stop being Jesus. so judgmental. Yeah, you are, you are a glum chum today. What's up? It's a great show, by the way. Is Silas it? Face yeah. Is fucking phenomenal. Oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Lucky Yates, I remember, I was sitting behind you opening night, and at the end of the show, everybody's standing up and clapping, and Lucky says, laughing, and it was a compliment the way that you said it. It was so funny. Is you go, that show is so stupid. Because <laughs> so it is. It's so hilariously it's stupid. It's, it's just so perfect. Great. It's perfect. It's so, so great. Yeah. Kevin called it 
10 years of uh, 10 years in the making i yeah. would i would say the same thing yeah, it's, it's a show uh, 19 years in the making it's yeah. him and and arlen konopaki his writing partner his life partner. the next great director his yeah. hetero life partner his hetero right. life partner and right. i it, he's he mentions it in the in the um director's notes in the program yeah. that i always ask him if arlen is his soulmate and he always says yes because <laughs> him and arlen i can never never compete yeah never compete yeah no use trying well because right. arlen arlen is a uh very funny very funny very smart mm-hmm. and gorgeous he is he's a very he looks like he's, he's like man. a ryan reynolds yeah he's a ryan Wait, is that who i'm thinking of yes yeah he's like a he's like a improv's ryan reynolds yeah. who every time i see him in a movie i think why him what did he do? Like, what did Ryan Reynolds do? Dude, he's a likable fellow, man. No, he's he's terrible. What? Every single movie I've seen him in, he's terrible. In. Really? You don't like him? Can't stand him. Oh, I think he's just as likable as they get. No. Oh, I, I could watch that man just read the phone book. Yeah, nope. I like him too. Yeah. Can't, can't do it. I'm going to watch Ryan. He's like the, <laughs> he's like a desperate, um, I'm going to say, oh, what is it? Anderson Cooper. Who's the guy Who's the guy in Sni- American Sniper? Bradley uh, Cooper. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. Bradley Cooper, not Anderson Cooper. He's like a poor man's Anderson Cooper. Because you can see. You, <laughs> you just see, said Anderson Cooper. Bradley, Bradley Cooper. And you can see it in his eyes. You can see the. De- no. When he's acting, you can see the desperation of, I want to be famous. You're and- just mad because that's how you act and you haven't become a superstar. <laughs> 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 You're like, I love You know what? It's so, okay. All right. Of- you know what? Let's, let's throw Mike Shot's Appreciation so Day out. No. Let's no. throw it out the window. Right. Like because ago. listen. <laughs> because listen. Everybody in this room. Us? Everybody's doing really well. Everybody's doing great. You so are you. Too. I am not. Yes, you are. I, I am not. not. You've been more successful than all of us for longer than. You make, you make like $800,000 a year. But that doesn't matter. Money doesn't matter. If what? you see that, if you see that. You could be the most famous actor in the world and you would be saying the exact same fucking yeah, thing. Dude. You just are a grumpy Gus. It's just who you are, Mike. Just embrace it. You are going to be the grumpiest old man. <laughs> I know. It I is can't going wait. to be the I can't funniest. Wait till you guys have a house uh, in Detroit together. Yeah, as when we are it is so close. I want you to grow a real long beard. It is so close. <laughs> just sit out on the front porch and yell at kids. <laughs> have you ever had a full beard? Yeah, <laughs> I had it like three weeks ago. Beard, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I guess I didn't see you then. Yeah, you I should grow it long though. Yeah. Let's go look at, uh, Will Forte. Yeah, go new, Will Forte. I have a great Earth. Will Forte story, actually. Oh, let's hear it. Uh, when we were just at the TCAs in yeah. Pasadena in the January. Turner Classic Awards? No, <laughs> no the, the TV Critics the Turner Classic Awards. <laughs> so there was a big party one night, and uh, all the Fox and FX properties are there because we all have panels for the critics. And uh, I'm hanging out with John and the Bob's Burgers people because we're kind of sister shows, right? We, H. John Benjamin? Yes. Yeah. We share the least similar lead. And so we're just, we're like, we're one big happy family. Uh, and John comes up to me at one point in the evening. He's like, hey, man, would you kiss a guy? And I was like, but I, what? And he's like, if I asked you to go kiss a guy, would you go kiss a guy? I was like, yeah, I don't care. Sure. <laughs> what do you want me to do? He's like, all right, I stole Will Forte's phone a long time ago, and I've been texting him from it to another phone. Like how long time ago? That night or like days? Like that, no, that okay, night, okay. but like earlier in the okay. night. And you could see, you know, like if you'd look at Will, he would always, like he would, and he was being interviewed by people, but he was oh. always kind of like oh. looking around for his phone. He was right. really looking for it. Right. And so he goes, go up, kiss him, and then go up and say, this is from H. John Benjamin, kiss him, and then give him the phone. And I was like, all right. 
So I had to go, but he was right in the middle of like some one-on-one interview with somebody and like, you know, they had a recording like this and they were just really tight and he was really into it. John's like, go. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to fucking bust. Like, I've never met the guy. I don't, he's not going to know me. So it's like, I'm just going to wait for a lull. Just give me a lull. So I had to wait like five minutes for a lull. But then there was just like this slip later and I barged in. I was like, I'm sorry, um, but H. John Benjamin sent me to give you this. And I mean, I like grabbed him and gave really? him a fucking like, like awesome. a little open mouth, a little bit of a purse. Yeah, tip. like a, one of those like, oh. <laughs> oh, and, uh, Were there sparks? Yeah. And then came out of it and went, Here's your phone. And then just like started laughing and walked away. What and John like ran away. He just started laughing. <laughs> I uh, <laughs> I had a, not a similar story, but a, another great story from the TCAs that same. While you were doing that, yeah. I was getting drunk with our executive producer, Matt Thompson. And uh, we're at the bar and the party's over. And everybody's been drinking for free yep. at this party. Yep. But then there's a bar at the hotel and the bar's still open. So people, you know, the scragglins. Well, end up it's, at the, bar. the bar is connected to the party. Right. And so you just sort of stay and start right. paying. So uh, I'm at the bar and uh, John Corbett. Yeah. John Corbett, right? Is it John? Uh, from, from Northern Exposure. From Northern yes. Exposure. Who also Chris is in the, the Morning. Yeah, is the voice of Walgreens. And he's a very tall, very striking. And Clifford the Big Red Dog. Right. Uh, yeah. Striking man. He's still very attractive. Yeah. Good looking guy. Uh, yeah, he's he probably 45. No, he's probably <laughs> older than 45. Yeah, but yeah, he yeah. He was older guy. than us when, when Northern Exposure was on. Not yeah. by much, but yeah, he's yeah. 50, early 50s. And uh, so Matt starts chatting him up. He's got a great voice. Yeah, so Matt amazing. immediately starts making promises about how he's going to put him on Archer. He's going to be Pam's boyfriend or whatever, and I'm standing there. And Matt's trying to, like, hook John and I up, like, in a weird way. And, like, just kind of being flirtatious on my behalf with John. It was very strange. Like, like trying to like get you in like the method for him being your boyfriend? Yeah. Like, I don't know exactly what was happening. We were all pretty drunk. So I'm <laughs> like, you know what? I'm going to get myself out of this situation. So I go outside. And then like 10 minutes later, Matt Thompson comes outside and he's like, hey, look, if you want to have sex with John Corbett tonight, like it's a go. And I'm like, what are you talking about? You are at my wedding. I'm, I am married. I'm your employee. Practically a newlywed. You're friends with my husband. throwing me at this man? It was very uncomfortable. Didn't you see his season on Sex in the City? He was so <laughs> sexy on there. Very uncomfortable. And he I was very sexy in Sex in the City. I was a big fan of Northern Exposure. So if I had yeah. been single, I probably would have had weird sex with this older guy. Maybe. Remember that? Remember when we were all fascinated with Alaska because of that show? Yeah. We thought it was this... Paradise Wonderland, yeah. full totally. of fun, wacky people. And now, if you watch that show, it's, it's it tried so hard to be quirky. Yeah. And now it would just be kind of yeah dismissed. Oh, well, I yeah, also dismissed, loved. Yeah. I think it was around the same time. Uh, Wings. Yep. Where was uh, that Wings. Set? That was at a little Maine, tiny airport. Right? Uh, it's somewhere in the northeast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was our first introduction to Tony Shalhoub. That's right, Tony Shalhoub. That's yes. why I think I loved that show. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, I met so my thing with Will Forte, so I had a buddy that was a writer on SNL, and I used to go to their shows, and I would go to the after parties, and uh, I met Will Forte and talked to him for a little while, as drunk as you could be, right. about how hard it was to be Will or to be George Bush, right, and that he was replaced, and it was a very awkward conversation about uh, being replaced as George Bush because someone else came in and replaced him. So he came in after Farrell, right? So Will Farrell did it, and yeah. then he did it. And I talked to him about 
And it was basically like, you're not as good as Will Ferrell was. How does that feel? <laughs> so it was just like, hey, we're having a good time. That's great. He probably tells and, this story to friends. Yeah, like, here's this dick. Yeah, here's the worst person I ever met. But then when he <laughs> did... Mike Shots. But then when he did Nebraska, this is, this is, this is honestly one of the reasons why I stopped taking Ambien. <laughs> one of the uh, many reasons. One of the many reasons. Great start to any story. He... So he was ne- nominated for an Oscar for Nebraska, or mm-hmm. he w- wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. Or and so there was this article in the USA Today, and it was an interview with him about how insecure he was about uh, being nominated. He was like, mm-hmm. "I'm not a very good actor. I don't do this. I don't do that." And I sent him a Facebook message that was like, "Hey, I read that article." <laughs> Weird. I'm that guy that had that awkward conversation with you. <laughs> hey, you might know me from. Awkward conversation. Oh, awkward conversation about George Bush, and I'm a good friend of Joe Kelly's, and I just wanted to let you know that I saw Nebraska. <laughs> I saw Nebraska, and you were great. And you shouldn't be insecure about it. Don't be insecure. And, and did he reply? I never. No, I know. I never heard from him. No. Which, it was, uh, I did that to Kamel Nanjiani yesterday uh, on Twitter, and he responded. He's like, "Oh my God, thanks! It was so great to do the show. I loved seeing. I loved being up there with you guys." This actually raises a great question I have about f- famous or relatively famous people's Facebook pages. Okay, because like I got I got whiff of Matt Ryan, the Atlanta quarterback's Facebook page. I was like, "Oh," and he never replied. Of course. How do you like? How do they hide that from people? How do you find this? For instance, if you're a stalker of a famous person, mm-hmm. obviously uh, any of us are pretty easy to find. But how do you deal with that? Like, how do you how do you know it's them or their fan page or do they like hide it from people? What do you mean? Like, if I'm a famous person, I'm okay. on Facebook. Okay. Let's say I get famous over the course of four or five years. Okay. I'm still gonna have all my friends I want to talk to. Right. You know, lucky eight might. But then how you, do you have deal a fan with... page. Right. But then I want to hide my real page. So you, oh, I don't know. Everybody, it's all in the settings. You go, no, you can do it all in settings. You can you can adjust who gets to even see your page. Oh, like only friends of friends can see yes. me. Yeah, yeah. You can say only people you are friends with can see yeah. any of your oh information. You can so do all that shit. I am assume I am terrible at this kind of shit, and I guess I just assumed always that the only people that could see my private Facebook page were the people that I was friends with. Mm-mm. But I probably <laughs> the whole world. never yeah. said that. Lucky's right, unless. Unless you go and fuck with it, it's yeah, everybody. yeah. You got to go. Oh my gosh, settings. Otherwise, it's just there for the world to see. I send I send stuff to people on Twitter, and I th- I think it's a private message, and then fifty people say. Well, that's because you got to send a direct message. You got to send I, direct message. But I don't message. know how to do it. I think well, I'm doing it. And I don't. There's a little on your homepage. There's a little gear next to where you know, it normally would gear. be the follow box. Maybe. It looks like a little gear. It's the, your settings. You press the uh, click yeah. on that gear and you, it'll come up your settings and then you go in and you mess. Generally, it's in privacy. Just mess around in there. I have said and to so many people, I want to be with you. <laughs> I want to be with you. No, it doesn't. It's, yes, it it's does. warm. It's no, inviting. It's warm. from a married I want to be around weird. you. It says I want to be around you. It's not you. warm. It's weird. No, well, I want to be with we you. We should end the podcast so you can go watch the show. Go to Bacon Fest. It's coming up at the end of the month. Yeah. We'll All right, let's talk about Bacon Fest real quick. No, no, no we got to go. We got, no, we'll talk about Bacon Fest. All you got to know, it's bigger and better than ever. We're taking over the entire masquerade. Music park. Oh, we take it We're taking it inside, too. We have the whole enchilada. And, and the chill out booth is going to be bigger and cooler and, than ever. And uh, look and, forward to our next podcast, which is going to be at the Atlanta Fair. And yeah. uh, 
Chill Out booth will be there. It's going to be bigger than better than ever. Oh, the boy. Mike Schatz advice booth has been banned because it takes too long <laughs> for people weird. to get through. And, and at the end you say, no one ever fucking you. asked me to play songs there because oh, why? No. Oh, no. Why? Because you suck. Because I suck. So I have to beg to be in the fucking show. And all I've done is give my time and my life and all of my... I've, I've put my marriage at stake because of Dad's garage. Good night, everybody. And <laughs> we'll I can't even... Time.